Attention! This makes absolutely no sense. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Xander's Facts. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Xander's Facts Podcast. I am, of course, the aforementioned Xander. We are on episode 64 of the podcast here on Wednesday, May 25th, 2022. Thank you all for listening to the Xander's Facts Podcast. And remember, if you like all the facts... If you think you're going to like all the facts on this episode of the podcast, then remember to click the follow button on this podcast, download this episode, rate the podcast, review the podcast, go on all your socials, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Xander's Facts, that's Xander with a Z, including Xander's putting some TikToks out there. Spread the facts, of course, to all your friends, Xander's Facts Podcast. We've kind of got a little chill podcast for episode 64 this week we're talking soccer oh yay and some of you might say oh my gosh i hate soccer why are you talking about soccer but you shouldn't because this weekend this past weekend the soccer that was going on was pretty awesome and if you missed it i feel sorry for you and all your whining about how soccer's terrible and it's boring you know maybe you should watch because what happened sunday in the premier league was pretty awesome so what i did this week for a little bit of the podcast was we brought in our soccer guru for Xander's Facts, Emma Adams. She is on the podcast this week. We talked about the Premier League. We talked about the title race, the relegation race, because I need to have a new favorite team in the Premier League. If you didn't know, we also talked about the Champions League because the Champions League final is this Saturday. Oh my gosh. And a little preview for the World Cup. The World Cup, we're in a World Cup year, but the World Cup is not taking place this summer it's taking place in november and december i've talked about that on this podcast it's all terrible because it's in Qatar. it's ugh. but it's still happening and the u.s are going to play in it so i mean we kind of have to watch but we're going to talk about all that in just a minute but before we get to that i did want to talk about something serious on the podcast for just a second because right before we recorded this podcast tuesday may 24th by now you probably know that there was a school shooting in Texas and an elementary school. 15 people are dead. 14 elementary schoolers dead because of a school shooter who had a gun. And of course, it's not just the U.S. news that's covering this. It's worldwide news because you know why? This doesn't happen anywhere else except for the United States of America. And I taught... I don't really want to get into this because I talked about this a little bit. I've talked about gun control a ton on this podcast. You go back and find that episode. But I've talked about two weeks ago, we talked about abortions. And we were like, how could you be pro-life if you you don't support abortions, so you're pro-life. But how are you pro-life if you support guns and don't support gun control? When you see what happens, Texas has the loosest gun laws in the country. And don't mess with my freedoms. Uh, Texas. And you see what happens. Now 14 elementary school kids are dead. Every day we have incidents on school grounds in this country with guns. And every once in a while we get this huge mass shooting now where children are dying innocently because, oh, it's Second Amendment right. I need my gun to Good people with guns. Well, the good people with guns didn't help in this case because 14 people already died. 15 people. 14 elementary schoolers and a teacher. 
So now we're dealing with this, and we, of course, deal with this every single time this happens. And all the politicians, the Republicans say, oh, thoughts and prayers. Of course, you know, it's all BS, and they don't give a crap. Because if they did, they'd do something about it. But nothing's been done. Why is that? Because the NRA... Well, we've talked about this on this podcast, so you know. NRA, oh my gosh, Second Amendment, I need all my guns. But no other civilized country in the world has that. No other civilized country in the world is dealing with school shootings. The BBC, what do you think the BBC is covering right now? They're covering the school shooting in the United States of America. The British Broadcasting Company. Why? Because that never happens in Britain. It only happens in the United States of America. And you talk about mental illness. Every country has mental illness issues. Only one country, only one developed country, allows everyone to get a gun to easily have a gun. Because there are a lot more guns than people in this country. Which makes absolutely no sense. And you really can't tell me otherwise, because you keep saying, Well, I'm a good gun owner, and I don't do anything bad with it. Well, that'd be great. But, can't trust people with any guns, because guns can get into the wrong hands anywhere. Guns are extremely... Guns are only used for shooting, firing, killing. I don't understand. We talked about this on this podcast. I didn't really want to get into it, but I just had to mention, because... You know, we're going to go through the cycle again of another big event, and everybody says thoughts and prayers, and some people say, oh my gosh, we got to do something, but nothing's going to happen. I mean, seriously, it happened in Texas, where the wheelchair governor is saying, you know, getting rid of abortions, getting rid of rape exceptions for abortions, and then saying, well, rape's a crime, we're going to prosecute rape. Well, were you not doing that before? And just letting everybody have a gun, because apparently... Freedoms, freedoms apparently triumph life in Texas, apparently, because apparently they're prioritizing gun freedoms over lives, children's lives, children's lives, but can't have any abortions because that's a life. But I don't care about the lives of the students in the schools because that's what it's looking like for me. I don't know. That's just what I wanted to mention here on Xander's Facts Podcast, because a bunch of you are probably thinking I was going to say something, and I did, but of course, we've talked about guns, gun control, numerous times, talked about it two weeks on the abortion episode. If you haven't listened to that, you need to go listen to that, and gun control. We had a whole episode dedicated to gun control last year, so go check that out. But again, I digress, because it's going to keep happening, because, you know, United States of America. woo Freedoms. Thanks, goodness, that's over. So... Just want to talk about that. The rest of the podcast, though, is not going to be as serious. It's going to be a little laid back, chill, as I said, because we're talking soccer on the podcast with our soccer guru for Xander's Facts, Emma Adams. She's joining the podcast. And just a little disclaimer here. She's very sad because, you know, Liverpool <gasps> did not do so well in the league. Well, they did, but they didn't. You know, we'll talk about it on the podcast, but she is not happy. So we had a little bit of Emma Adams on the podcast. We talked Champions League, Premier League, preview of the World Cup. We talked about all of that. So here we go. We are talking soccer as the Zaders Facts podcast continues. Zaders Facts. 
All right, Xander's Facts Podcast. Oh my gosh. I am super excited for what we are talking about this week. We are talking soccer with our Xander's Facts soccer analyst, guru, whatever, Emma Adams. Emma, how are you? I'm good, Xander. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. First question for you. How does it feel to be a fan of a club that lost the league in five minutes in the final day of the season? It must feel horrible. You no, know, I I will tell you proud because we were 14 points behind them, proud. I believe, and came back and made it a final final day game. All right, well. Proud. And we did everything we could in our power. We won that game. Sadly, Steven Gerrard didn't play for us that day. Yeah. So he I, he played for Man City. Police! <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't have drawn earlier season. But if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the Premier League, the final match day of the season was on sunday and if you missed it then i feel sorry you for missed it, a lot. it was awesome that was probably it like was. this is the first year that i've really been into soccer in the premier league and it was pretty amazing sunday morning is when it happened we were talking about the title race because man city and liverpool were in the title race those two were separated by one point man city just had to win they were down, they were playing Aston Villa, they were down 2-0, because I don't know why. Well, continue. Yeah, but then, in the, whatever it was, like the 80th minute, they score something. three goals in five minutes. And Adams is very sad about that, because they, yeah. well, first off, they scored the first goal, I was like, okay, this might happen. They scored the second goal, they scored the third goal, and Liverpool needed to at least win if Man City drew, and they could draw if Man City lost, but Man City won. Liverpool beat we won Wolves. Well. Yeah, they, well... We won. Against Wolves, which they were down in that game. 0-1, Liverpool They won. were, but so were Manchester City. 2-0. Oh, yeah, 2-0. And that was, that was 10 years later from 2012... Man City were down 2-1 to QPR, Queen Park Rangers, who aren't even in the Premier League anymore. They were down 2-1, two goals in extra time, including the last one, you all know. Aguero! Aguero! And they beat Man United that day to win their first Premier League, and now they have won five of the last six. Premier League titles. That's pretty cool. Cool facts, bro. Yeah, well, better than uh, you know who. So, but do we want to have the debate where it's basically boring to watch them because they're just made of money? Because if you look at the facts, what Jurgen Klopp has done with not even half of Pep's budget is insane. Pep is playing FIFA. He's buying everyone, and at that point, it's not even fun. It's not even soccer. It's just money. It is fun. Actually, it's not. I'm not. No. A Man, you know, I'm not a Man City fan. Exactly. But over Liverpool, eh, you know, sick of Liverpool. Fifty-fifty. But they did win. I was actually watching that. What was it? The Queen Park Rangers game ten years ago. Martin Tyler was calling that game. Yum. And he said mm. he said that that would, could be the beginning of a dynasty, and it certainly was because they have won six of the last ten. Premier League titles. Yeah, that's brilliant. How about that? So Man City won the Premier League for the second straight year. 
because the 2020 season was basically a fluke. So then <sighs> at the bottom, but at the bottom was where all the good stuff happened because you know Yeah, that was fun. The relegation race. So the bottom three teams in the Premier League get relegated to the championship, which who knows why the second division is called the championship. That doesn't make any sense. So Watford and Norwich were already relegated. So two teams were fighting for the last spot in the Premier League next season. Those were Burnley and Leeds. And Leeds, my new favorite team, have manager whose name is Jesse Marsh, who comes from Racine, Wisconsin. United States. United States. He is an American. And all they needed was a result against Brentford, the Bees, who they were playing, and they needed Burnley to fall to Newcastle. And both happened because Leeds, actually, because Burnley lost to Newcastle, Leeds, so they only needed a draw, and they were tied, but then they got another 94th minute goal from MLS product... Jack Harrison. Merku. How about that? American stuff. Sealing the deal. So Jesse March How about that? Become or Jesse March gets the highest finish ever in the Premier League for an American manager. There's only ever been two Premier League managers who are US American. American. Yeah, Bob Bradley with Swansea. Which is sad. But Jesse March is staying up and he's gonna stay for next season. Which is pretty crazy because they were not doing... Actually, they've been ravaged by injuries. They did not look pretty good. They had to fire their manager, Bielsa, who's been there for a while, at the middle of the season, and they had to hire Marsh, and it did not look good, but they defied the odds. How about that? Ted Lasso himself, in the flesh. How about that? And get ready for this, because they've got some money to spend now, because they're staying in the Premier League. So they are going to get... Brennan Aronson, you know our guy, the 21-year-old from Salzburg, $28 million deal. Yay! I mean, they're going, and they've got a full offseason now for their team to recover from injuries. They can get acclimated to the system that Jesse March wants to do. Oh my gosh. Hey, can we make some picks for next season? I think that Chelsea's going to finish number one in the Premier League and Leeds are going to be number two. Actually, it could be either or, you could say. I don't know. Okay, well, I don't know about that one. I would say United's still not going to be good. They, um, oh my gosh. They're so bad. Um, I would also... But they have Penaldo. They do have Penaldo. The penultimate. I would say Arsenal's going to be seventh, as always. They normally are like, meh. It's normally between City, Liverpool... Tottenham and Chelsea. And Leeds. Leeds as well. Yes, <laughs> I could see Leeds finishing seventh. Wow. That's a conference. Wow. The conference. It's a conference, it's a conference spot. That would be awesome. They will. Actually, I think they'll go to the Champions League, but you know. We remain hopeful. What are you talking about? Well, who's, who's going to win it next year? Because I already said it's going to be Chelsea or Leeds. So. I mean, I'd love to say Liverpool. Don't. I think they're going to be hungry. Because of this title. And they're always in the running, so my bet's on them. No, okay. Well, they're not getting you-know-who. We're going to talk about the transfer window in a little bit. But also, (laughs) the other teams, actually Burnley. I want to talk about Burnley for a second because they may be in some trouble. They also, they of course got relegated, which is, you know, not good. But they had their ownership group now has to pay a bunch of 
the debt now that that club has. So we might yeah. not we might not see them in the Premier League for a while. We might not see them yet. Yeah. No. It, might, it, it might be a little rough. But the other teams that were fighting for spots on Sunday were Tottenham, who got the fourth spot for the Champions League. Arsenal was fifth. I don't know what you're talking about, seventh. And Man United. They normally are consistent, at least seventh. <laughs> okay, well, they finished fifth this year, Europa League. And then Man United, who were second last year, are sixth. So they're going to Europa. which uh, And then West Ham was seventh, and they got that Conference League spot. West Ham. They're up and coming. Well, not as good as Chelsea. So the three teams that were relegated were Burnley, Watford, and Norwich. Norwich have our guy, Josh Sargent, from the U.S., you know. And then the three teams, actually, we only know two teams that have been promoted right now because we've got another game to talk about. Fulham, who have Tim Ream and Anthony Robinson for the U.S. Jedi Robinson! Jedi Robinson. That's my team. And Bournemouth... Those two teams finished at the top of the championship, so they were promoted, but we've got the playoff between Nottingham Forest and Huddersfield Town. And Nottingham Forest has my guy, Ethan Horvath, you know, from the Nations League CONCACAF last year, saving that penalty against Mexico, one of the Nations League a forever American hero. True, true. But that game is Sunday, and the winner, the mo- what do they call it, the most expensive game in soccer? Or whatever, sports. Okay. Yeah, it's soccer. Because if you go to the Premier League, you get a lot of money. And if you stay in the championship, you, you don't. You don't get it much. So, who's going to win, M. Adams? The Tricky Trees or Huddersfield? Mm. There is a Were Huddersfield answer. in it last year? Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of feeling Huddersfield. Brentford beat Swansea, so no. The Bees... The bees are still in it. Remember that? But you think they're going to win Huddersfield? Seriously? I would say Huddersfield. Well, when Nottingham wins 3-1, and actually Ethan Horvath's not even going to play because they got a better goalie. So, you know. But (laughs) actually, that's the problem because the U.S., we're going to talk about the World Cup in a little bit, but the U.S., they're going to have, if Nottingham wins, they're going to have their top three goalkeepers in the Premier League, but they're all going to be backups because Zach Steffen is the backup to Ederson at Man City. Matt Turner is going from New England to Arsenal in the summer, and he's going to be a backup. And now Ethan Orvas, but it's not good. But that's what we got for the Premier League, which was awesome. You need to watch the Premier League. It's over now, so you can't. But the big game, the big solo game, takes place this Saturday. The finale of the Champions League. And Emma's very excited about that. The game. It's the game of the season. Well, that was the... The Champions League final. Real Madrid and Liverpool. The Deads. A rematch of the 2018 final, which Real Madrid won 3-1. Because they injured Salah. Yeah, he's very angry. He was angry angry about that. And then Liverpool won the next year, but they beat the crappy team Spurs. So, the reigning champions, of course, are... You know, Chelsea, Champions of the World, because they won it, and then they went to the Club World Cup, and, you know, Pulisic, I love him. If you say so. But to get here, we all remember a couple weeks ago in the semifinals, Real Madrid and Man City. Real Madrid scored two crazy goals at the end of the second leg semifinal to tie it, and then they got a penalty in extra time to win. They beat Man City. Pep was very sad. Pep has not won the Champions League with Man City. He needs to. 
before he leaves because he's leaving to go to the U.S. We'll talk about that. And then Liverpool, <laughs> Liverpool kind of struggled a little early in their semifinal against the Europa League champs from last year, Villarreal. But then they did their thing, and you know, so. It's Real Madrid and Liverpool. What are you watching in this matchup between a really good Spanish team and a not a really good English team, Adams? Well, I think you're watching, I think it's a game of offense, really. It's whoever's going to finish more. You're definitely going to be watching the midfield. Whoever can win the ball in the, the middle of 50 would be big. I think that's the most important. I think we're seeing who gets the ball first and who's finishing, and that's going to decide the title. Pretty sure Benzema's pretty good at finishing. So, Real Madrid have won the most Champions League titles by far. 13, they have. But Liverpool have won the most Champions League of an English team. Good to know. Okay, well, when you count the 60s, sure. But Liverpool are seeking their 7th title. Real Madrid are looking for their 14th. And if Liverpool got their 7th title, it would tie them with AC Milan for 2nd all-time. Which... Yeah, they probably yes. And Real's manager, Carlo Ancelotti, who won La Liga this season, Real Madrid did, he won the Champions League in his first set with Madrid in 2014, and then he won it twice with Milan, actually, in 2003-2007. So he's pretty good. Better than Jurgen, who's only won it once <laughs> with Liverpool in 2019. But here's the thing. If the Reds had won the Premier League... A win in the Champions League would have given them the quadruple, quadruple because they also won the EFL and FA Cups, which actually I will say probably shouldn't fully count because they won it on penalties, both of them, to Chelsea. Oh, God. Who? I think, I think if we get three out of four, that's pretty good. And we're the only English team that even compete for a quadruple in history. Do better. But also, Chelsea... In both of their penalties, did not do Christian Pulisic, or he might have. He might have actually gone in the first one. The second one, though, he got subbed off. Their best player. So yeah, but no English the team American has ever hero. won the quadruple, and Liverpool has not. They never will, ever. So, Real Madrid finished top this season. So, and both Real Madrid and Liverpool have no U.S. players, so I don't care about this game. But we got to make some predictions because the final is this Saturday, three o'clock. Eastern, CBS, Paramount Plus, and Univision to watch in Spanish. M. Adams, who's going to win this game? It's going to go into penalties. 2-2 penalties. And, I mean, I would love Liverpool to win, but I feel like Real Madrid might have the better penalty takers. Yes, they do. So I'm going to say undecided. Undecided? Disgusting! But my result is that it will be 2-2 and go into penalties. All right, well, Real Madrid's going to win 4-0, and I'll tell you why, because they are the better team. Liverpool, Liverpool are going to be very sad. Jurgen's going to be very sad. Mohamed, Trent, he's not even very good. He's not even good, actually. And it's good. And they, they're going to lose. Because Benzema, Modric is like 35 years old, but he's still rolling. They've got Ancelotti as their manager. They've got Vinicius Jr., Actually, frequent guest on this podcast, Goose, that's his favorite team, Vinicius Jr. So, Real Madrid are going to win this game. So that's what we've got for the Champions League, because that final is Saturday. But before we go, before we let Emma Adams go, because she's very sad. She's very sad that Liverpool did not win the Premier League, so she's actually crying on the screen right now. But yes, I am. 
it's actually, we're entering a very quiet soccer summer in a World Cup year because the World Cup is in Qatar, which takes place November and December. And the draw was held a couple months ago to determine which countries are placed in which groups. So we've got the eight groups. And group B is obviously the best group because it has the best team. It actually has the best team and the worst team in the tournament, if you didn't know. England and the United States. The U.S., who are the best team, have the best players, and Ing L and, who are, of course, L. But that all, the greatest nation on Earth, and it also features the country that lost the Revolutionary War. That's a fact! And we've also got Iran and the playoff winner of Wales, Scotland, and Ukraine. And because that's a playoff, Scotland, Wales, and Ukraine are going to play to determine who goes to the World Cup. So they're actually playing next Wednesday. Scotland and Ukraine are going to play. And then Sunday, June 5th, Wales is going to play the winner of that game. Both of those games on ESPN2. So we got to make our picks here. And Adams, who is going to the World Cup out of those three teams? Wales. Yeah, probably. Gareth Bale. It'd be pretty cool if it was Ukraine, though. I mean, they'll have a lot of spirit. You know, Zanchenko just won the Premier League, and he was happy about that. That was a wholesome moment. So, we got those. The other playoffs, we have Group... (laughs) So, the other playoffs, we have Group D. Group D has France, Denmark, Tunisia, and a playoff between Australia and the United Arab Emirates who would then are going to face off against Peru. First match is June 7th. Peru match is June 13th, both those in Qatar. And then Group E has Spain, Germany, and Japan. It's kind of That's like the group. Of, yeah, that'll be a yeah, big group. group of death. Kind of, yeah, yeah, I was going to say group of death. And then Group E has the playoff winner between Costa Rica and New Zealand. And those matches, that's on June 14th. Those matches are going to take place at 2 o'clock Eastern. So... Out of the groups, the other groups are Group A. We've got Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, Netherlands. Group C is Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, L, L, Tree, Poland. Group F is Belgium, Canada, Morocco, Croatia. Group G is Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, Cameroon. And Group H is Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, and South Korea. So we got to make some, or we just got to make some early predictions because we're going to come back to this later on. But... Early predictions for the World Cup, Emma Adams. What are you thinking? Especially at a Group B. At a Group B, it's England and Wales. You know, Wales hasn't even qualified for the playoff, and you have them getting out of the group stage? Yeah. Because America always fails. That's not a fact. What? (laughs) Not in 1776. They did in 2016 to twenty. Well, that was different group of players, different manager, GGG. You know how many, hey, how many trophies does Gareth Southgate have? A million. He has zero. He has won zero. He's been the manager since with England since 2016. He's won zero. You know how many trophies Greg Berhalter has? How many? Two. He won the Nations League, CONCACAF Nations League, and the CONCACAF Gold Cup, where he had to play Qatar. And Mexico in the final, both times. So, like, and he's only been manager since 2018. So I would think if England were actually good, they'd actually win something. They should have, I mean, they had a chance. They should have won the Euros. They should have won the Euros, yeah. But they failed. 
so you know? yeah. they did their losers. So we've got all that. And then the summer, I'm going to break down all the summer stuff for the U.S. that we've got coming up in a second. But that's World Cup, all that stuff. But we're going to talk about the World Cup later on this podcast. Because it's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's not happening this summer. It's happening in the fall. And M. Adams is going to be our big soccer World Cup guru. And, of course, I'm going to put some stuff on Zaners. I'll be less sad. <laughs> We're, well, you will be, because England's going to lose. But we've also, And I'm also going to put stuff on Zaners Facts social media channels. So we got all that stuff. But before we go, summer transfer window. We've got that. Just break that down for a second, because we've got Kylian Mbappe, who's staying at PSG. He's not going to yeah. Real. And now they're suing, I oh think, God. which they're just <laughs> petty lawsuit. True, petty long. Of course, Man City's going to probably run away with the Premier League next year because they're getting Erling Holland from Dortmund, so which is... All they have is money. Yeah, and Lewandowski is leaving Bayern, who is... He, he, I think he wants to go to Barcelona, but I think he's going to go to Chelsea. And Serginho Dest, who's with Barcelona, is going to go to Chelsea, too. Well, we don't know that yet. But it's been rumored. And you know Brendan Aronson's going to Leeds. And Tyler Adams, who's with Leipzig, could go to Leeds, too. I mean, we'll see. Pulisic. Pulis- uh, the big thing right now is Christian Pulisic, you know, plays for Chelsea, took Chelsea out of his out of Instagram bio. bio. But you know what? He's still got all these pictures of him in Chelsea's stuff. When does his contract end? 2024. Mm, okay. I don't. I don't think anything's gonna. I, don't, I think he'll stay because they also just got an American man or American owner, a new one. I don't think that a American owner who wants to grow the team in America because they're literally taking a U.S. tour this summer. Yeah. Uh, but if he does leave, he's gonna go to Leeds. Man, what a team! Oh my gosh, they could destroy Man City. So who are Liverpool gonna get? Nobody. They normally don't spend big. We just bought one person coming in July 1st, I think. Fabio Carvalho from from Fulham. He is 19 years old. No. Probably not good. He's a forward, so that'll be good. Um, Well, you know, I've heard rumors that um, Salah might leave because he hasn't signed a new contract, so. He's not going to leave this year. Maybe next. But not yet. He wants to stay. I think it's just, it's like the Terry McLaurin deal. It's just about money. So we're going to have to see. We'll see what Jurgen does. I mean, what does Jurgen ever want? I mean, seriously, please. <laughs> A lot of things. Uh, A lot of things. Doubt it, Jurgen. We've right. had two trophies this season. Well, how about zero? How about, how about, how about they don't count ha- fully because they only won them in penalties. I don't think that's how it works. When, when Thomas Tuchel made a stupid decision to take Pulisic off the field. Pulisic, who d- does only bury penalties. Like, seriously. Like, seriously? Seriously? You wince, but I, I don't know if you watched that CONCACAF Nations League final last year where he buried that penalty. So, to win them the game. Yeah, so, there you go. But that's that's what we've got right now for soccer. I got some other stuff coming up in a second here on the podcast. But that's all we got for Emma Adams because she's very sad. She wants to go cry in her room that yes. Liverpool lost. But we'll see. But hey, if they win the back. Champions League, we might get some exclusive Xander content on our socials. 
Yes, but they're regardless having the parade because of the FA Cup and EFL, so I'll be okay. There. Well, uh, kind of stupid. All right, you didn't even you didn't even pick Liverpool to win. You, gosh, I said maybe. I gotta be real sometimes. All right. Well, yeah, because Real Madrid are gonna win. All right, that's our Xander's Facts soccer guru, M. Adams, who's now going to go lay on her bed and cry. M. Adams, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me today. Xander's Facts! Thanks once again to our Xander's Facts soccer guru, Emma Adams, for coming on the podcast. Listen, she's very sad because Liverpool are not going to win the quadruple and then win the Premier League. But they still have the Champions League. But we'll see because Real Madrid have been playing really well. So the Champions League final is this Saturday at 3 o'clock Eastern which you gotta watch because it's basically the last chance to watch club soccer until the season starts in August because the season is basically over. But the international game is still going on. Now, the World Cup is not until the end of the year, November, December. It's terrible. But that doesn't mean that the U.S. are not going to be playing this summer. Tell me, tell me! Because both the men and the women are going to be playing some matches in the next two months. The men have four matches next month, which begin with a friendly against Morocco in Cincinnati. That game is Wednesday, June 1st at 7.30 Eastern on ESPN2. Morocco is going to the World Cup. Then they'll face Uruguay, who is also going to the World Cup, on Sunday, June 5th in Kansas City. That game is 5 o'clock Eastern on Fox. So those are friendlies. So those are good experiences for the players to play with their team the international team which they don't get to play with as much as their club but they don't mean really anything but then two games that do mean something the group stage of the CONCACAF Nations League where the U.S. of course are defending champions because they did win last year against Mexico as I mentioned you might have heard Pulisic the penalty Ethan Horvath saving the penalty and we talked about this podcast But in the CONCACAF Nations League group stage, they will face Granada on Friday, June 10th in Austin, Texas at 10 o'clock Eastern on ESPN+. And then they will hit the road to San Salvador in El Salvador on Tuesday, June 14th at 10 o'clock with that game on FS1. So we aren't going to be without soccer this summer, even though it's not going to be as good as the World Cup. But the U.S. is still going to be playing. And the other teams are going to be playing, you know, England, look, they're not even good. Spitting the truth. But the women are also playing. And actually, the women have a big tournament in Europe. The women's Euros are kicking off July 6th until July 31st in England. Defending champion is Netherlands. Netherlands were, of course, the runner-up in the 2019 World Cup because they lost to the U.S. And I guess... That Europe is kind of scared of the U.S. because they didn't invite them, even though it's the Euros. But they still should invite the U.S. because the U.S. are the best team. And it's happening in England. And you know England's not going to win because England's not any good because they never won anything in women's soccer. So, you know, the U.S. are better. But the women in the U.S. are also going to play. They have got their own tournament this year in July, the CONCACAF W Championship. But before that, in June, they've got two friendlies against Colombia. So those don't really mean anything. They're playing Colombia twice here in the States. And then they've got the CONCACAF W Championship. They've got group stages against Haiti, Jamaica, and Mexico. And so the W Championship has been played 10 times, once every four years, and the U.S. has won eight of those, because the U.S. is, of course, amazing. 
Canada have actually won the other two. The World Cup was in Canada in 2015. And the W Championship also serves as a qualifying tournament for the Women's World Cup and the Olympics. So it's very important. And by the way, the Women's World Cup takes place next year in Australia and New Zealand. And the U.S. are going to come in for the second straight time defending World Cup champions, looking to add to their record four titles, looking for a fifth because, you know. And also, we didn't even talk about this yet, but the U.S. women are not going to be receiving equal pay with the U.S. men, which, I mean, rightfully deserve because take a look at the results. But that's going to change. The men are going to win stuff, like the CONCACAF Nations League and Gold Cup. But also, that's pretty awesome that we're going to have equal pay for the men's and the women's national teams here in the U.S. Congratulations! Which really, no other soccer federation or country does. So, I mean, there you go. But that's what we've got this summer in soccer, of course, the World Cup. Of course, we're going to talk about the World Cup later on this year on this podcast. We just did a little preview. U.S., England, you know, because that's a big game. They're in the same group, so they're going to play in the group stage on Black Friday at 2 o'clock. Like, everybody's going to be watching that game. You should be watching that game. It's going to be a good one because they're going to beat England. But of course, Black Friday and November, December, because of course it's happening in Qatar, all that junk is terrible. But here's the thing. The U.S. will most likely be bringing in the youngest group to the World Cup because out of the teams that qualified, they were the youngest team to qualify for the World Cup. Their average age was 23.7, which was almost two years younger than the second youngest team, Ecuador, who was 25.3. England is 25.6. That is why I will say this. You probably should not expect too much from our great Americans this fall. I know I hate saying it because they're so great. They've got the best players. We know this. However, I will all remind you that in four years, exact, almost exactly four years from now, coming to the United States, Mexico, and Canada is the World Cup 2026. And when that happens, the best players that the U.S. has, Serginho Dest, Weston McKinney, Brendan Aronson, who is going to Leeds. I love Leeds now. Leeds are my favorite team now. Maybe Chelsea. Oh, we'll see. Who? But all those guys, not to mention Christian Pulisic. The U.S. are going to be in their prime in 2026. Like, if England thinks they're good now, just wait until they play the U.S. 2026 if that happened, because they would get crushed on home soil. They would probably lose 10 nothing. Gareth be crying if they haven't fired him yet, because he's, he's not even won any trophies. But eh, we'll talk about that. And of course, we've got the MLS, which are happening. And I don't even have any MLS update with my soccer this week, because I'm angry. Because DC United, who are not very good, eh, you know, I'm mad because they fired their manager, like, an eighth of the way through the season, they fire Nan Losada, their manager. Like, ugh, it doesn't make any sense. But before we go, I got some other soccer notes and news. AC Milan, who we talked about because they've got seven Champions League trophies, they took home the Serie A trophy for the first time since 2011, and they overcame a challenge from Inter Milan on the final day of the season, and Inter won the league last year for the first time since 2010 which broke Juventus' streak of winning the league nine straight years. And Inter won this year's Coppa Italia, the Italian Cup, defeating Juventus. Juventus, of course, have our boy Weston McKinney from the U.S. Might be leaving, though. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. But he was injured, so he wasn't playing in that game, so it doesn't really count. But Bayern Munich in Germany 
won the Bundesliga for the record 10th consecutive season. A lot of that because, you know, they've got Lewandowski, who is reportedly leaving, trying to leave. However, the DFB Pokal, the German Cup, was won by RB Leipzig, who have Tyler Adams, our guy, in the U.S. Now, Tyler Adams might be leaving, too. He's been connected with Leeds. Leeds have got some money. They've got an American manager. They've got American ownership. Their majority owners are the owners of the 49ers in the NFL. Too many facts. Very interesting. And we didn't get to make any Europa League picks this year. We did that last year, but we didn't get to make any this year because the final was last week. And Eintracht Frankfurt, who have Timothy Chandler with the U.S., they defeated Rangers in penalties to win their second Europa League title, their first since 1980. How about that? Lots of stuff going on in soccer that took up all this time on the podcast. But before we go, we're going to get some expert NBA analysis next week. Because on episode 65 of this podcast, our Xander's Facts NBA analyst Hillbilly is going to be joining the podcast to break down the NBA Finals. All the stuff about it. We're going to recap the NBA playoffs. We're going to preview the NBA Finals. Talk about everything there is to know about NBA, basketball, all that stuff. That's coming up next week on the podcast. You are going to want to check that out. So that is what we've got this week on the Xander's Facts Podcast. Kind of chill, laid back, just talking about soccer, Xander's Facts Podcast. But thank you all for listening. And remember, if you liked all the facts that we had on the podcast, remember to follow this podcast, download this episode, rate the podcast, review the podcast, go on all your socials, go on YouTube. We've got Xander's Facts on YouTube, all our new episodes with a nice background. Check that out. Spread the facts. Tell all your friends. Check out the link tree. It is linked in this episode's description. It's got all the Xander's Facts links you need. The YouTube, Xander's Weekend Facts. Xander's Weekend Facts. Check that out because we are dropping new newsletters every Sunday morning and you're going to learn some facts because there's even more facts in there. Backing up sources, all that stuff. Sanders Weekend Facts, check that out. And you can sign up to get it in your email inbox every Sunday morning on the link, on this episode's description, and on the link tree. Check all that out. Xander's Facts, Sanders Weekend Facts. How about that? But that is it. That is a wrap on episode 64 of the Xander's Facts podcast. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you all with episode 65 next week.